Radio Black, it's time. Word, it's timing. It's time, man. Alright, begin. What is up, everybody? This is volume 54 of the Bodega Border Crew podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Little short break. Uh, glad to be back after having fun at the duct tape in Rockaway, New York, which Vance put on, which was a lot of fun. This episode is going to be a special episode in that I'm going to be interviewing none other than Mr. Harrison Roach and doing a little recap of the duct tape that went down in Rockaway, New York City, uh, basically in the my hometown, which was really cool. But how's everybody doing? Uh, weather's been pretty warm down here in Southern California. I know there's been some little swells trickling in. Sano's been fun. Church has been kind of fun. Trestle's goons have been out there, but you know, they're keeping their space, so it's kind of nice. I've just been trying to get used to surfing these waves all the time. In the past, I hadn't really come down that much. I was coming down here like twice a week, but now it's basically every day I'm surfing the point or four doors and church as well as Doheny and getting my boards that I have now to work here has been a little bit of a challenge. So I'm having a new board made for me that should be done. I just got the word in the next week or so and I'm really excited about that because it's going to be more of a Sano friendly board. The more and more people I talk to, you know, they look at the boards that I've been riding which are like super foiled, beach breaky styles, fast wave boards and they're all just like, I can't believe you're riding this. It's almost the same looks I've gotten before when I've tried to ride a V-bottom at sunset on the North Shore. So I know I'm basically making it harder for myself and I want to make it a little bit easier for myself. Had a fun session in the Huntington Beach area today with Worm chasing some little tubes. A lot of fun trying to squeeze into tubes on a longboard. It's almost more fun than riding something like Sano. It's a nice change. And I guess that's the beauty of longboarding in general is that you don't have to be committed to riding one kind of board, one kind of wave. And I think that's what attracts me to it a lot of the times is that you're able to switch it up and switch up spots, different types of waves, different types of boards. And now I'm slowly building out a longboard quiver that is going to facilitate that. I've always had two longboards around, both around the same style, and now I'm trying to build a spectrum, if you will. You know, something from rolled bottom, no concave, super foiled, to something that has a little bit of nose concave, but is still foiled and thin, and then something that has a little bit more concave and is a little bit thicker, a little bit more rounder rails. So that way, depending on where I go or what I feel like doing that day or what the waves are dictating, I can do that. There's a big misconception that all longboards are the same. When I've had people talk to me and say, oh, well, a longboard's a longboard, it's kind of infuriating to me because no, they're quite different. And I know a lot of you guys out there know that. But anyway, I wanted to see how you guys are doing out there. Have you guys been scoring, having fun? I know the East Coast has been lighting up a little bit. I know it lit up a little bit when we were there. So I was excited about that. But let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew podcast volume 54. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our website, bodegabordercrew.com, where we have our mixtape that we've been doing once a month. We also have merch. We have other stuff that we'll be posting, so I'm excited about that. So head over there. Also, check out your full description of this episode on the iTunes player for track listings and links to things that we're talking about. So what are we going to be doing today? 
Today we're going to be doing a couple interviews. The first one is an interview with one of my favorite surfers of all time, Mr. Harrison Roach from Australia. All around great surfer, one of the people that when I started getting, getting into single fin longboards, I started watching and what I loved about him and surfers like him is that they could basically surf anything. And he could surf longboards and twenties and singles and everything and he's one of my favorite surfers and I was really fortunate enough to hang out with him and get a little interview. I also have a little recap and wrap up of the duct tape that went down in the Rockways in early October, which was a really fun event. And I talked to some of the people that were involved with the event and give you my little two cents on it. We also have a couple of short takes. The first short take is this movie that was put out by O'Neill Australia on a surfer scientist named Max Weston, and I'll get into that. Also, there's a fin company out of Europe called Dflow that has put out a couple of videos that are really cool, and I focus on the ones with Clovis Donizetti and Margot Armand Tuco, which is really, really cool. And lastly, I'm going to be talking about a little video series put out by Hangtan Magazine called the Galicia series, which features people like Devin Howard, Metronaki, Chloe Calmon, and Christian Sussman. Since I'm going to be talking about the duct tape today, and that's going to be my big focus and things that went down in New York, this is an NYC-centric episode of the Bodega Board Crew podcast. All the tracks that I picked this time around are all my favorite New York City classics. This one that's starting it off is the song that I play almost every single time on my headphones when I land into JFK or LaGuardia when I'm going back home. So I hope you guys dig it, and I'll check in with you guys in a little bit. Yeah. Peace. Straight out the fucking dungeons of rap. Well, fake niggas don't make it back. I don't know how to start this. Rappers are monkey flipping with the funky rhythm. I be kicking, musician, inflicting composition of pain. I'm like Scarface sniffing cocaine, holding an M16. See with the pen, I'm extreme. Now, bullet holes left in my peak holes. I'm suited up with street clothes. Hand me a nine and out defeat foes. Y'all know my steelo with or without the airplay. I keep some E and J sitting bent up in the stairway. I either on the corner betting grants with the CeeLo champs. Laughing at base heads, trying to sell some broken amps. G-Packs get off quick forever. Niggas talk shit, reminiscing about the last time the task force flipped. Niggas be running through the block shooting. Time to start the revolution, catch a body head for Houston. Once they caught us off guard, the Mac 10 was in the grass, and I ran like a cheetah with thoughts of an assassin. Picked the Mac up, told brothers back up. The Mac spit, lead was hitting niggas. One ran, I made a backflip. Heard a few chicks scream, my arms shook, couldn't look. Gave another squeeze, heard it click. Yo, my shit is stuck, tried to cock it, it wouldn't shoot. Now I'm in danger, finally. Pulled it back and saw three bullets caught up in the chamber So now I'm jetting to the building lobby And it was full of children, probably couldn't see as high as I be It's like the game ain't the same Got younger niggas pulling the triggers Bringing fame to their name and claim some corners Crews without guns and corners In broad daylight, stick up kids, they run up on us Four fives and gauges, max and fat Same niggas that catch you back to back Catching your cracks in black Yo, is a snitch on the block getting niggas knocked So hold your stats to the coke price I know this crackhead who says she gotta smoke nice rock And if it's good, she bring your customers and measurement plots But yo, you gotta slide on a vacation Inside information keeps large niggas erasing and they wives basing It drops deep as it does in my breath I never sleep, cause sleep is the cousin of death Beyond the walls of intelligence, life is defined I think of crime when I'm in a New York state of mind New York state of mind, New York state of mind. 
Trickster, drinking Moet's holding text, making sure the cash came correct. Then I step, investments and stock, sewing up the blocks to sell rocks. Winning gunfights with mega cops, but just a nigga walking with his finger on the trigger. Make enough figures until my pockets get bigger. I ain't the type of brother made for you to start testing. Give me a Smith and Wesson, I have niggas undressing. Thinking of cash flow, Buddha and shelter. Whenever frustrated, I'm a hijack Delta and the PJs. My blend tape plays, bullets and strays. Young bitches is crazy. Each block is like a maze full of black rats trapped. Plus the Allen is packed. From what I hear in all the stories, when my peoples come back black, I'm living where the nights is jet black. The fiends fight to get cracked. I just max. I dream I can sit back and lamp like Capone with drug strips on. All the legal luxury life rings flooded with stones. Homes, I got so many bombs, I don't think. I'm too sane. Life is parallel to hell, but I must maintain it be prosperous. Though we live dangerous, cops could just arrest me, blaming us. We're held like hostages. It's only right that I was born to use mics, and the stuff that I write is even tougher than dice. I'm taking rappers to a new plateau through rap slow. My rhyming is a vitamin, hell without a capsule. The smooth criminal on beat breaks. Never put me in your box if your shit eats tape. The city never sleeps, full of villains and creeps. That's where I learned to. Do my hustle, had to scuffle with freaks. I'm an addict for sneakers. Twenties a Buddha and bitches with beepers. In the streets, I could greet ya. About blunts, I teach ya. Inhale deep, like the words of my breath. I never sleep, cause sleep is the cousin of death. I lay puzzle as I backtrack to earlier times. Nothing's equivalent to the New York state of mind. State of mind. Today's agenda, got the suitcase up in the center Go to room 112, tell them Blanco sent ya Feeling strangers, if no money exchanges I got these kids in ranges, to leave them niggas brainless All they told is stainless, you just remainers Calm as possible, make the deal go through If not, here's 12 shots, we know how you do Please make your killings clean, slugs up in between They eyes like true lies, kill them and flee the scene Just bring back the coke or the cream Or else, your life is on the shelf We mean this Frank, the cats we fucking with Put bombs in your mom's gas tank Let's get this money baby They shady, we get shady Dress up like ladies and burn them in dirty 380s Then they come to kill our babies That's all out, I got gats that blow the wall out Clear them all out, fuck the fallout Word to stretch, I bet they pussy The seven digits push me Fucking real, here's the deal. I got a hundred bricks, 14.5 a piece. Enough to cop six, buy the house on the beach. Supply the peeps with jeeps, brick a piece. Capiche, everybody getting cream, no one considered the leech. Think about it now, that's damn near 1.5. I kill them all, I'll be set for life. Frank, pay attention, these motherfuckers is henchmen. Renegades, if you die, they still get paid. Extra probably, fuck a robbery. I'm the boss. Promise you won't rob them, I promise But of course, you know I have my fingers crossed Niggas bleed just like us Picture me being scared of a nigga that breathe the same air as me Niggas bleed just like us Picture me being shook, we can both pull burners Make the motherfucking beef Niggas bleed just like us Picture a nigga hiding my life in that man's hands while he just decided Niggas bleed just like us I'd rather go toe-to-toe with all of y'all Running ain't in my protocol uh. Since it's on, I call my nigga Arizona Ron from Tucson, push the black Yukon, usually had the slow grooves on, mostly rock the Ozzy, stupid as a youngin', chose not the moves wisely, 
sharper regain him and his crooks called the Jooks. Heard it was sweet, about 350 a piece. Braun bought a truck, two bricks laid in the cut. His peeps got bucked, got locked the fuck up. That's when Braun vanished, came back speaking Spanish. Lavish habits, two rings, 20 carats. Here's the criminal. Nigga made America's most. Killed his baby mother brother, slit his throat The nigga got back with the toast Weed it, took it to trial, beat it Now he feel he undefeated, he mean it Nothing to lose, tattooed around his gun wounds Everything to gain, embedded in his brain And me, I feel the same for this money you dying Especially if my daughter crying, I ain't lying Y'all know the signs, bleed just like us Picture me being scared of a nigga that breathe the same air as me Niggas bleed just like us Picture me being shook, we can both pull burners, make the motherfucking beef Niggas bleed just like us Picture a nigga hiding my life in that man's hands while he just decided Niggas bleed just like us I'd rather Go toe to toe with all of y'all running ain't in my protocol. We agreed to go and shootin' is silly because niggas could be hiding in showers with Mac Billy, so I freaked them. The telly manager was Puerto Rican. Gloria from Astoria. I went to war with her peeps in 91. Stole a gun from my workers. And they took drugs, they tried to jerk us. We blazed they plays. Long story. Glow seat, my face got shook. Thought a nigga was coming for the safe. Now she breaking. Shut up, 112. What's shaking? A Jamaican. Some bitches, I swear. They look gay in a black. Range Rover been outside all day. If it's trouble, let me know. I'll be on my way. Please, I got kids to feed. I done see you make niggas bleed. Nightmares this bitch don't need. Braun, get the gasoline. This spot, we bout to blow this. Get the cash before the cops and Range Rover cats know this. Room 112, right by the staircase. Perfect place where they evacuate. They meet they fate. Braun, pass the gasoline. The nigga pass me kerosene. Fuck it, it's flammable. My hunger is unexplainable. Strike the match. Just what I expected, the dread kid ejected in seconds And here come two opposite sexes, one black, one Malaysian We in the hallway waiting patient As soon as she hit the door, we start blasting I saw her brains hit the floor, wrong laughing, I swear to God I hit Maxi Priest at least 12 times in the chest Spit the round shot, chick in the breast She crying, headshots put her to rest Pop open no briefcases, nothing but Franklin faces Spots, hot sprinklers, alarm systems That's when other guests start to slipping It's time for us to get the dipping I know them niggas in the ranges on their way up flipping Pistol gripping, I know the clipping The hallway got real loud and crowded They walk right past us, I don't know how they allowed it The funny thing about it, through all the excitement They range got towed, they double parked by a hydrant Stupid mother Boy head. The shot is flying out the body guy like dead. Two shots dead to him chin. In the me your friend fake the funk I put the junk to an end. Now who the rude boy want come test door? I find his family the ID him in the mall. I bet you never thought I bust led. Surprise I'm a for the five blood head just like you a try test the champion sound. You getting bucked down. Recognize the boot camp click out of Bucktown. Thirsty little bastard, always blasted from the sacks of chocolate of Mother Gaston. You say you're number one wicked selector. I say you Panani and I wet ya. Keep the ball for a pull, this your trigger. Cause you don't wanna test me when I'm tipsy off the liquor like the punk they call my girl. 
got his feelings hurt Showed his true colors, had to yank up his skirt Now he's in misery, trying to cop a plea Led to him head from gun clapper number three See, lick off a shot, you know dick rider Lick a shot, put nine and up on fire Now everybody wanna be Don Gaga And all around New York niggas be talking But we be stalking In the docks when the gun starts barking But in the day, be wary of where you be walking Don't! Sex me rough like the wicked youth in me That motherfucker that be bugging off the truth you see Original criminal running time Crime pace That's what that practice so act If you won't get blasted by my nine shot Come around my block Find a nice spot in the pine box Murderer Batty boy killer Colin Powell filler We about to get iller Some boy Got enough reason to worry Coming with my troops, we about to bury Better pack your dubs and move in a hurry Ease off, sin Looking at my pager, it's about that time To load up the nine and do my daily crime Warriors, conquerors, the man before ya Mr. Ripper, aka the enemy killer My man with the weed is my man indeed And all you sucky ducky niggas catch knots with speed Talking about you also Tonight, Duke has a retrieve the two five from my ten boots. Target pawn sight, trick up on cock. Adjust your pupils to see your dead boy walk. Enough pussy all going die this year. Here comes the boot camp, slide it to the rear. Strain coming like a hurricane, licking shots. More untouchable than niggas with the chicken pox. So MCs get lifted when I'm slifted. Nigga, guard your grill, cause Louisville packs the biscuit. In the session, Smith and Wesson OGC. Gun clapper number one with my nigga DOG. We bring the realness, feel this. Boom, it's black moon. Reveal this, we come to let you know what the deal is Straight up, we serve justice So if you can't be trusted, may you return where the dust is Destroying, deploying 
secure. Boom, bang, I'm on down. Tree competition like clowns. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, from town to town. Serve your girl a butt naked. If she's gone, who took it? Like you cute, you 
just getting me sick, my dick you ride on the regular Ken Predator, except the bar, yeah, right So fuck what you heard, it's about getting blit In 1993, motherfuckers get pissed Welcome back, everybody, to Volume 54 of the Bodega Border Crew Podcast. Hope you guys been digging the tracks. Like I said, we're going to be dropping a lot of NYC-centric hip-hop on this episode. Back to the roots, back to my hometown. And I hope you guys dig it. But let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our site at bodegabordercrew.com, where you can find merch, Links to things that we're doing, events, also links to our mixtapes that we'll be putting out slowly. The one that's up there right now is the one that we played at our event with uh, True Hands and Lograp that we did uh, over in uh, Greenpoint. Also, make sure to check out the full episode description on your iTunes player for track listings and things that we're talking about. So this episode, we sat down with Mr. Harrison Road. One of the most well-rounded surfers I've ever seen in my life. When I first got into single fin longboarding, he was the person I looked at as being one of my biggest influences. And beyond that, when I started watching more and more of his surfing, I saw all these other boards that he was surfing. And I thought it was really cool to see someone being able to surf each one of those craft and different waves in different styles and be so proficient at them. And that's something, you know, people like him and Devin and Joel is my big aspiration you know i don't want to be a one board one note one wave kind of surfer and the beauty of harrison is that he's not one of those he can surf anything at any given time so this little interview i did with him at the duct tape which was done right before he won the finals there so it's kind of interesting looking back at this interview and listening to it so hope you guys enjoy and i'll check back in a little bit what's your name and where are you from uh, my name is Harrison Roach, and I'm from Sunshine Beach, Queensland, Australia. So did you grow up there? Were you born there? Yeah, I was actually born in Darwin, uh-huh. which is like north, uh, in the Northern Territory, but I guess uh, that was a short-lived experience for me. I think it was about two months old by the time my parents oh, so got out of like, there. Yeah, you don't yeah. know that. I grew up in Noosa. It's oh, my, cool. Uh, um, yeah. So how did, who introduced you to surfing first? Uh, my my family, no, no one in my family ever surfed, but they're real beach people. So okay. I was at the beach since before I can remember. Uh-huh. And it, was, it was just sort of a natural thing to start with boogie boards and, you know, right. like playing around. Like surfing just is like a extension of playing around at the beach, I guess. Right. Some, at some point I got given a soft board. Uh-huh. And, like know, here's another toy to play with. history, yeah. And did you, so how old were you when that like kind of happened? Um, dude, young beach life has been forever, but I, I must have got a soft top or like this phone, this pink foam board. I think I must have been five or so or four or five. Uh-huh. And yeah. That was it. And so when you first started surfing, um, did you gravitate towards like short boards, long boards? Um... I think. I mean, my first uh, my first fiberglass board was this old Sam Egan channel bottom single fin. Uh-huh. Sam Egan's Luke Egan's father, like an old legendary shaper from Australia, and 
um, I used to think it was super lame and like I always wanted a board I could fit under fit under my arm and yeah. like you know be a grom. I definitely gravitated towards shortboarding because you know they were like kind of superstar spec like as a kid like they looked legit but fortunately for me I'm from Noosa yeah. and we have such perfect longboard waves. It, I think uh, the first longboard I got was my mother's. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, like, this really lends itself to riding all kinds of equipment. Yeah. And never really gravitated towards one more than the other or any style more than the other. And I've, I'm still doing the same stuff, you know, like, just yeah, feel like you it's just you... about having fun. And it's such a cliche to say that, but. No, 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 it's really, true. Really, like, it, it is true. We used to roll down to the beach with my. Uh, my friend's dad, his name's Peter Biden, he's like the local postman, uh-huh. like full Noosa legend. And he had this old combi van and we'd pack every board that we owned, which, you know, was maybe a short board, a long board and a boogie board, but we'd just be at the beach all day riding whatever we felt like for the time. Yeah, it's kind of like what the conditions dictate and what's going on. Yeah, which is the most it grew into that. It totally grew into like what the conditions dictated or what they called for. But it, it just comes from like, you know, changing things up and trying to get inspired and have fun each time you paddle out. Like, I get really bored riding the same board. Right. It just like doesn't excite me if yeah. I get stuck on the same equipment. So, so that's there. been happening from the very beginning. Yeah. Um, so, just shit work like surfing all different boards different conditions and that kind of thing um you've worked a lot with uh thomas bexon how did that relationship first start out uh yeah thomas what a legend man what a good guy he's like yeah one of my favorite people this probably eight or so years ago i'd always seen him around town and he's from like a bit further south and and he'd show up and he was either riding old males or making his own boards in a time where Really, like, local craftsmanship was just that crusty old dude in the bay. There were no, like, young guys shaping. And if they were, they were, like, on this weird thruster trip. And Thomas was this unique dude who make his own longboards. He's, like, he's trying to make old males in Oz. Yeah. But, you know, re- remaking old males. And I don't know. I-, I watched him for years and got a chance eight or so years ago to start. Maybe it was more. I have no idea. But ever since, it's... Dude, he's my favorite shaper for sure. And so you work with him basically like coming up with models and that kind of thing? Yeah, he's he's just like a, always, I like to think I've always had a lot of involvement in the surfboards I ride. Not yeah. that I can ever come close to like, you know, crafting yeah. that. Shaped a couple of boards, but these guys are like masters. and. It's really nice to be able to talk to somebody about it who totally understands it mm-hmm. and like work together to create something that you want to feel. Right. And surfboard designs like it's the same thing with the boogie board, longboard, shortboard, but even longboards like it's all that give and take yeah. and what actual feeling you're going for, you know? And Thomas really gets that like and you know, we make boards sometimes and people are like, "Oh, what do you ride that for?" And it's like there's a moment there's a moment that we're chasing and a, and a wave that we're chasing where this design is going to be perfect. You know? It's not all the time, but when it happens, it's like that awesome feeling. It's like, like like a lightning in a bottle kind of situation, right? Yeah, kind of. It's just, uh, 
you know, surfboards, God, you could never stop. Like, mm -hmm. I'm sure Doc wishes, uh, you know, if Doc won the lottery tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he would continue to shape. Like, like nothing would change. He'd just shape boards for his friends and himself and do the exact same shit. You know, yeah. like, it's a real passion, but he's a businessman too, so he's kind well, of you got to pay the bills. And, yeah. You have a kid and stuff like that. There's, there's a lot of stuff that gets involved with that. Uh, with like a lot of the longboards that you've done with him, it seems like, are you trying to go after an all like an all-purpose board, or are you trying to go after for like a multiple situation, different type of model kind of thing? Uh, like, I'm I'm going after particular experiences on particular in pati particular conditions. So okay, I don't want an all-rounder. Like yeah, you know, I've never really been into that. Like. I think we did a, our first model that we did together, like Corpo model spec. You know, uh -huh. like uh, somebody came up to me once and was like, "Oh, you need to make a board, man, that more people can surf. It's too hard for people to surf, man. Your model, you know." I was like, "See, that's not what it's about. It's just about what I want to ride." You know? Right. And some of them are difficult. Some of them are, you know, a bit more user friendly. But there's no particular thing really trying to achieve. It's all different. Is it from you, like, let's say you're saying you're chasing, like, a particular moment. Is it that, like, you surf a particular break and yeah, feel like, something and you're, like, you know how you want to change it or, like, you want to get that feeling again? Yeah, like, low tide, little cove. I don't yeah. know if, like, you surfed it, but it's this really hollow, little fast peeling wave uh -huh. where your typical California nose rider just, like, doesn't work. Right. Know? It's, like, we're too slow. There's too much area in the nose, like all about fitting into the tight little space of the wave and you know we talk about that and that's where you get those really foiled Australian style longboards yeah. and, and those are the moments where you want that but yeah. still I, I come over and I surf San Onofre and, and love riding like big boats you know I love, I love hanging tan and like like I love that taking chance. a nap on the nose yeah well I, I can't say I've ever done that I usually struggle but I mean like that's it those particular moments like something's going to work at Little Cove something's going to work at Santa they're very different so yeah, at least for the feelings I'm trying to chase I guess. yeah I don't think it's I, I think it's because I've been down both routes where I've tried to find a board that can work on everything and then I've gone to very like specialty situation boards and I am finding that the specialty situation boards it requires for me to have more boards yeah but they work better yeah see fortunately I'm really spoiled yeah and like <laughs> yeah and Thomas and Thomas and Jake uh, the laminator at Thomas Surfboards they're, they're a partnership or a match made in heaven like those guys spoil me yeah and it's almost to the point that I'm like embarrassed you know? <laughs> like they are so good to me and like uh, yeah, I'm so lucky, you know, kid in the candy store style shit. Like, yeah. I, get, I get the opportunity to experience all those different designs because those guys are willing to make me boards. And I've been able to keep them in the past too, you know. Right. I haven't, like, I trade surfboards in every now and then or I'll sell them. I try not to, but, yeah, like, I'm lucky to be able to keep some of those boards so you can revisit them. You can, like, go back. Mm. You might get on a new trip and want to experience a new feeling uh -huh. you go and do that and then you find yourself coming back to these boards every now and then it's so rewarding you know like, like yeah, visiting yeah, no. the past like I've got one that I, 
I think we did like five years ago and I just wrote it the other day after not surfing it for two years and I'm like, holy shit. Do you really, like, we were onto it. <laughs> I, I, need to, I need to get another one of these, but I don't. I've, I've got it, you know? Like, Do you feel when you revisit those sports that you're bringing, like, is the excitement factor from, like, you're bringing something new to that old experience? Kind of. It, I, I mean, I'm just revisiting it, really. Yeah, like, okay. the board's there, so it's just about picking the right time to pull it out of the shed. And, right. You know, they, it, the, the board's the board. I, like, I don't know if I'm getting any better, mate. I'm getting older. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm revisiting past experiences and just having like a good time, time with it. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Um, it's cool. There's so many memories associated with each surfboard, too. So, you know, when you paddle it back out, it's like rekindling sure. relationships. Like, And, like, if you took it on a trip somewhere, you kind of reminded of that. And yeah, definitely. Like, the one in particular I'm talking about, we... Uh, we made it and went to Java to uh-huh. this beautiful part of the world called Batu Karas. Uh, a lot of the boys are from there, Husni and Denny and Dude, every time I paddle that board out I think about that trip. Like it's awesome. Um is there one that is that the one that you would consider your like magic board that you like Maybe but but not like this is what I'm kinda of getting at. There's no one magic board. It's just like Time and place for all of them, and they're all give and take, you know. Like, yeah. if you are, if you have a ball with no roll, like all roll, no concave, like it's really going to suit that particular time. And yeah. if you have one with huge concave and like really flat bottom, that's going to work somewhere else. So yeah. I don't really have favorites. I can't. I've never been able to pick and choose. No, that's good that you haven't. I mean, most because some people are like on that endless quest. Like they have like a particular board. They're like. Oh, I want this. And to your point, I think a lot of times they surfed it in a particular place, a particular way, and they're forgetting about that. Like they try to surf that same board somewhere else, and it's like it's not going to work because it's just not made for that. You yeah, know, it's just that not kind of situation. Uh, in terms of like outside of longboards, you obviously surf all different kinds of craft, and like I've seen you surf like bonzers and all that kind of stuff. What's another trip that you're on recently that you're into? Uh, I got. I just. I bought. I bought a uh, 70 single fin. Like, uh-huh. I've always had opportunities to ride them and never really had my own that I that I loved. And okay. I bought this old Burford, like 7.0, super pinny, like unforgiving, awesome board from a swap meet. Uh-huh. And then like a week later, we had the swell of, the best swell I've ever seen at Noosa earlier uh-huh. this year. And I was riding this board that was made, what, 40 years ago or... 50 years ago the 70s wow. now like and it was it was like it was made yesterday and I've been spinning out on that board like ever since that swell like in it was the absolute all-time conditions for that but I've even been riding in little waves and just, just messing around yeah and it feels good do you, think, think. do you think you want to shape a board like that or are you just thinking I've tried like, I've, I've tried I've like shaped a very narrow single fin <laughs> I mean, I can go and shape all I want, but there's so much out there already that like I'm yet to uh, have a go at and experience. So you know, like riding a board from the 70s is it's pretty cool. Like why not just ride one around. from the yeah. 70s? Like like why like go there? Because it's it's funny. It's when fun. You... It's fun. The shaping's really hard too. Like to, no, I could never really hope. Is the, the guy who made the board I'm riding was like a master craftsman. Yeah. And I could I could make one. It'll be fun, but like. 
too. I'm appreciating what's already been done as well. You're like, why like redo it and stuff? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. If I wanted to be a, a shaper, like, I'd probably try a lot harder. But it's not really what my goal is. I, I'd love to be able to shape myself boards, and I'm sure I no, but can do you, that even. But if you have a relationship where you can communicate like with the Thomas like that with what you want, dude, I feel bad. Like. I feel bad shaping myself a board when Thomas <laughs> makes like so. You know, like, why am I like, even doing it's like, it? It's like what a waste of time. But You're like I just it, wasted that phone. But not really. I mean, it's all a learning experience, yeah. and that's a, you know, that's the coolest thing about shaping. It's like uh, I think there's a Terry Fitzgerald quote. I might be wrong, but he's like shaping surfboards like driving down a long road that you've driven a long time and you're always experiencing something new on that road oh, you know like it's like a long a familiar road. road but you know the drive's always different and yeah yeah i mean it's really shaping's an experience no i mean like, i give people like i've always wanted to do it and i know one day like i'll probably like have someone walk me through it but to see people like a thomas like i saw him shape my last board and some of the other people i've seen shape firsthand i'm just like I could never devote that time and I will never be that good that the craftsmanship like it's just like insane. Yeah, like people talk about the thousand hour rule or, yeah, yeah. or whatever it is. Well, but ten thousand hours, yeah. yeah. Like I, I mean, don't have ten thousand hours for that. Yeah, exactly. You gotta be committed. Yeah. To to be that level of like craftsman. Yeah. Like you have to be to commit everything. Like yeah. But you can still have fun doing it for sure and it's so rewarding. Like yeah. there's something special about riding a board that you made yourself. Or and like, and then when you like, if you if you laminate it and sand it too, like, do the whole like process. The first time I sanded the board, I was like doing ding repairs. I did like three dings before I even used yeah. the board. So, <laughs> these guys are like so good at what they do. And uh, I mean, sanders I think are the most underappreciated guys in the factory. No, because they 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 definitely take care of like all the nuances of the board. Like, uh, like it's. They basically reshape it like, yeah, to yeah. a certain extent. But. Well, especially if you have a board that has like, like let's say like something like a bonzer, right? Where you're doing a lot of this kind oh, of. Fun. I would never go near a bonzer with a yeah. sander. No. <laughs> Even just glass on, it's like it's hard. No, it's like kind of nuts. Uh, you've also been uh, competing surfing for a long time. When did you start competing in surfing? Uh, I started when I was really young. Uh huh. I think the first contest I did was a longboard contest at Kira okay. when I was 12. Uh-huh. And um, I did a lot when I was younger because it was like an excuse for my whole family, like, traveled, you know, up and down the coast. So right. There were, like, cool club contests that were put on and it was, like, community gatherings, you know, yeah. like, where you hung out. I got to hang out, hang out with other kids who surfed and we had a good community at home, even, like, in the, the local longboard club. Yeah. But, you know, I sort of ran with it a bit. I got a bit, like I tried to do the WSL and stuff when I was younger and it was like a B-grade shortboard contest. Yeah, yeah. Like I was 17, a guy did a chop hop. <laughs> a guy did a, like a chop hop is like a 180 ollie. Yeah. It's like something you master on a shortboard when you're 14 and yeah. he's this grown man doing it on the longboard and it's everybody like was, everyone was loving it. I was like, what is this? And like, luckily, uh, I had friends around home who kind of guided me through that stage of like horrible surfing. But like Dane Peterson, and a couple of legends, even Tom Wegener, and uh, we're like, no, 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 you don't want to do that. Yeah, and I, I knew it anyway. But in the end, like Joel started doing events, so call them competitions. Like, but they were 
again that same kind of gathering of like-minded kids like hanging out like it's a cultural experience coming to one of these events more so than a contest you know it's more about like the whole like atmosphere rather than the scores yeah and i mean everybody wants to win like everybody's competitive for sure but it's cool at these kind of events there's so much more to it than that yeah whereas I've just done the WSL again, and I think that we're trying to move. Like you know, I want to see longboarding represented the way I feel it should be. Yeah. And I, I, I think like being a part of those things is kind of important at the moment. But they've still got a ways to go, you know, like because they don't really have that culture with it. Yeah. And it's like a stress fest. Like people, people are so competitive and so serious, and then you come here and we're we're all just. Out, yeah, the duct tape, it's a much it's a much different vibe. I mean, there's probably a place for everything, right? A place for all these things. There you is, know? but I think I think <laughs> where I feel best is here, that's for sure. Now how many duct tapes have you done? I, I I'm not sure. You can't even but count. there's a lot of skateboards <laughs> sitting in my room. Like <laughs> I love the skateboard uh, souvenir. Yeah, like, they like they always hook us up with a skateboard every year or every event almost. So you could pretty much start a skate shop out of your house. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> uh, anybody wanna buy some Indian trucks? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's nice. I get I, I give them out to some of the local groms who skate, and it, it's cool. Like, you know, that, that bands have shown so much support for us, and like, we talk about competition, bringing it back to that. Like, this they've got the best setup going here for that, yeah. and you know, it's really true to the kind of kids we are, or not a kid anymore, but the kind of people we are, and what we're into, and. It, really fortunate that like a, a big brand like has been able to has seen like has felt like they wanted to back it so yeah i know it, it speaks volumes about them and it's it's great that they're like doing all these activations and like we're here in this like kind of little like i don't know what is this like a compound in the middle of the rockway queens like it's kind of nuts um now you said you did the wsl thing did you do two contests did you do the new one and this new york one yeah i've done three so I oh, you did all, oh, too, you did yeah, i'm going broke fast like Are traveling around i i think so i think i you know i committed to it so i feel like i should like and, uh, i mean is I, it, i'd like to be there if justin or connie or any of the boys win a world title i'd love to be there to like pat them on the back and give them a big hug yeah, yeah. like i think it It'll be an important moment for longboarding and, and longboarding's future in a competitive sense. Do you think that's like, like if, like, let's say one of those people won, that it would basically be the the, the, the switch has flipped? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's been happening for a long time, and, and I guess they're kind of slow to the party. And I think it might be like a bit of a generational change almost, but yeah. we've still got a way to, way to go, and, and I'm not sure it's even like that's the place for longboarding like but you know it'll it'll be a big statement if, if somebody wins some, one of those kids win like it'll be awesome well it's like a changing of the guard i think i think a lot of that like high pro like you were saying those people who do the chop hops on longboards and on the high pro boards i think they're scared of it because it's not they've kind of let they look down on it on a certain level and now it's like it's taking over their world sort of yeah I feel I feel for them too because they've been so dedicated to like competing and and I get that like you know for some of them it it might be a bit confronting but I just feel like it's uh, been so longboarding's been badly represented for a lot of years on like on the world you call it a world stage I mean I don't know how many people tune in to watch those webcasts but 
it, it, you know, I, I just feel like it'd be really nice to like tune in every now and then and, and watch some great longboarding on a webcast. I feel like that'd be awesome, you know? Well, I think it's great for people who don't surf, to be quite honest. Like, Devin and I were talking about it. Like, if you see the kind of like what I call the traditionally inspired longboarding that you guys do, for someone who's never surfed, that's understandable. It's more Yeah, palatable. it's relatable. Yeah, yeah, it's totally relatable. And like, they're, they're not like gymnasts doing back backflips no, or anything. No. It just looks like a bit of fun. It's accessible, and and that's a great thing about longboarding too. Anyone can do it. Man. Like, yeah. it's not hard. Like, no. I mean, it's hard when you put yourself against yeah. like the Carney or yeah, the Justin, yeah. but it's easy to have fun. Like, yeah. it really is. Like, I mean, you can't really just paddle out on the shortboard and catch a wave no, if you've no, never surfed before. Work. There's work. But you really can with a longboard. Like. You can go and get your first wave in a longboard tomorrow if you've never yeah. done it, and it's totally achievable. Realistic goal. Yeah, I think that's that's the beauty of it, and the grace of it. I think the artistry that you guys display is something that someone in like the Midwest who's never surfed in their life could look at, and then if they go on vacation somewhere, they could be like, "Oh my God, like I want to do it." Versus like seeing someone like doing big hacks on like yeah. like a firewire board. They're like, I don't know what that is. Like I don't even understand what the fuck is going on. I mean, I just want to watch. If I want to watch that, I just want to watch Medina and like yeah. like all the, the the best guys in the world who do it. But yeah. you know, the best thing about longboarding is the other women. Like the women involved in longboarding and the and the elegance that you see in the styles of like female surfers on longboards it's like that's like my favorite thing about it and there's yeah. so much style like and, I, and like it like, style lacks a lot these days in all aspects of surfing but yeah i think the the most stylish people out there are the women riding longboards at the oh, moment sure. and it's so cool like so cool to watch like yeah and the popularity of it's like definitely increasing too which is awesome there's so many more women in the water at home on the points now like oh, we see it in in, in in california for sure like it's it's definitely increased and for me as being like a dad of like a, a daughter like i'm excited like i'm excited for her to enter that world because i'm like wow this is going to be a little bit easier for you it's going to be a little bit more interesting um do you think Comp, you have to compete in order to make longboarding financially feasible. No, not at all. Okay. In fact, it sends you broke competing. Well, like you were saying, yeah, like, right. No joke, dude. Like, there is no money to be made in competing, and that's not how you're ever gonna do it. Like, it's it, like the only reason I get to do what I do and some of my friends is because of like conveying a kind of lifestyle and, and traveling and, and creating and you know being creative and I think that's the only way to go I think competing's just a, another thing to add to it which right. is you know in this instance we're here at the New York duct tape and like it's a great way to do it but yeah, yeah competing is certainly not to be all and end all like no, and no. like Nat Young is Nat Young's always said serving's you know not a sport and that's the biggest mistake ever but it's certainly more than that. Yeah. I think a lot of people forget that. They think that you could just like set like a first, second, and third on this, but there is, you know, it's, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not wired to be a competitive person, and that's probably why I'm so into longboarding as well. Like, it's just like not in my gene thing. Um, who are some of the people that have inspired you along your way in terms of surfing? Definitely Dan Peterson. Well, you know, 
we talk about high performance and, and everything and that was like a huge part of where I grew up in longboarding like in the era I grew up in like high performance surfing was huge it wasn't till, until like Thomas Campbell came out and was shooting his films and, and then Dane Peterson moved out and like hung out you know he lived there for a lot of years and started letting me ride his boards and that was like real moment for me where I was you know real change like transitional period like actually getting good boards under my feet and this is when you know Thomas is still shaping in his mum's garage like yeah, yeah. walking fun dust through the house yeah, yeah, you yeah. know like so he's still learning and, and guys like Pedo and even Tom Wagner like really inspired us a lot when we were younger along with like a select group of, of older guys around home, which there, there are at every break, you know, yeah. guys who collect old males yeah. and would let me ride them, along with Joel, of course. Like, he spe- I used to spend months at a time, like, in Joel's garage downstairs, you know. That was a super inspirational time for me. But, yeah, I look around here and in this backyard and there's kids like Andy Neibert, Andy Neibert, even Clovis Donizetti. Just seeing my barn, like, there's so many people around here, like, this whole event is a source of inspiration. Do you think, like, compared to the first duct tape you went to, to this one, has the scene expanded as quickly as you thought it would have? I never really, I never really thought about how fast it would expand. I I think it's really, uh, it's supernatural the way it's grown, you know, and, uh, testament to bands they haven't like tried to blow anything up or like you yeah. know make it make it even big they just let it happen naturally and they're not like we're gonna do 40 events like yeah that. yeah it's really been like a God, I'm gonna say an organic style thing no, but I mean, you know it's such it is, a cliche it but it, it's true dude like and like a lot of us are still here still doing it from that first event we're still competing and we don't make it to all of them and there's a lot of new young kids who are competing yeah. too and like serving really well yeah. and like looking at them just being amazed but man it's it's really natural and it's really awesome who are some of the the younger people around your local breaks that you have been seeing that are kind of coming up that you're like whoa dude there's there's uh it's funny there's there's not a lot of kids, like really. Yeah, there there are a few. There's like a handful, but I I actually wonder where it's going around, around home. I'm like, oh. not seeing a sh- like big batch of young longboarders like really really. Yeah, it's kind of worrying about it almost. It's like they're everywhere at uh, in California, I see them all the time. But yeah. there's definitely there's one kid, Tom Morat, who's a real craftsman, like. Uh-huh. And he's super, like, you know, he's a sander at Thomas's. Uh-huh. Really good at what he does. I think he would be a great shaper if he, uh, if he put his mind to it. And when he when he wants to be, he, he will be. And he's a really good surfer, too. But, yeah, they're few and far between, funnily enough. No, like, that's crazy yeah. because, like, in California, it's almost the opposite. Like, you have, like, such an explosion of, like, young kids who, like you know 14 15 16 yeah. I, I, like, I, I'm not sure whether we're like letting them down with the whole uh, community setup you know we don't really have that like mal club like longboard club uh, culture that we used to and they're still running the Noosa mal club but it's just like 
not uh, it's, it's like a bunch of I mean God love them it's a bunch of dads from Brisbane it feels like so, oh, so I feel like we need we, we need to sort something out so that the, the kids like have a place to hang and learn and like a community to be a part of I don't know if we're letting them down or not but that's an interesting point I mean do you think something could, I mean do you, what do you think can be done just like I think that would be a start yeah, yeah. I should probably get involved again, yeah. but, you know. Well, I mean, these, the, the thing that's interesting is, like, in surfing, is that people learn from their elders, right? Like, all the youngers learn from their elders. And Always. they learn properly, like, like more than anything else. Like, you see it. Like, everyone, like, you're looking from the Joels to the Alexes to the Connies, right? You look at, like, progressions like that. Like, they're all learning from each other and stuff, which is something, like... I mean, part of it is mentorship, right? Part of passing the knowledge down, passing the correct knowledge down. Definitely, and like you know, that's that was Dane Peterson for me. He was the person. Yeah, yeah, totally. He got so pissed off at me so many times for being like a little punk, you know. I yeah. just thought I fucking knew everything, and like he'd school me. He totally school me, good. you know. That's like yeah, it was important, and even just like presence in the water. Somebody telling you not to paddle around somebody, yeah. or, you know, like. The t- classic Dane thing is like your toes aren't over it doesn't count (laughs) (laughs) but that's a good one yeah it is well you need someone to tell you it's not like you're gonna learn it just like randomly Um, I'll I'll wrap this up Um, if you had to pick one place to surf that you've surfed in your life as your favorite break where would it be and why yes yes and why because it's just perfect it's absolutely perfect it's a it's hairy, it gets dangerous. Uh-huh. When it gets big, it's like a gnarly wave, but it's also a perfect wave, you know? You're not worried about like the inside closeout section on dry reef. Like, yeah. that shit scares me. But Nias is like all time, like, all time. Lugundri Bay, like the most beautiful place ever and the most perfect right hander. If I was a goofy footer, I'd probably say Desert Point, but yeah. I'm not, so. You're not. Yeah. But yeah, Nias is like, me i've had so many good experiences there and looking forward to the next time i go back um in closing who would you like to thank and shout out to uh doc jake cuddles mom dad Edie, zai husni danny all the boys dodzy all my friends there you go awesome thanks for sitting down thank you Cheers. Thanks so much to Harrison for sitting down with us. I've been trying to track Harrison down for like two years now, and it was the biggest joke because we've always been crossing paths. When he's been here, I've been away. Uh, when I've, you know, it's it's just been this big joke. So get, to get to spend a couple of days with him hanging out and doing an interview and stuff was really cool. And to see him win the duct tape was really awesome because seeing someone like him turn a really small, New York City wave into something is unbelievable to watch. So it was a lot of fun. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed. And now I want to get back to more NYC bangers. And I'll be back with a little recap of the duct tape that went down in Rockaway. Peace. Cross 
Chilling like Spoonie G said, my seats are soft like a bed. They recline way back so I can get real cozy. I got the gangster tapes in the place like a bass head would say. I want bass, I want a hit, I want a dose. You're rolling up smiling, but you can't come close. Cause my system is pumping loud. Like Rock him said, I wanna move the crowd. I warm it up with Kane, fight the power with PE. Tell the cops you got to chill with EPMD. This is something devastating that'll break your trunk. And remember, Uncle Ella.
silver spoon stuck in the throat Young useless, lyrically careless Rhyme evolves around modes of mindless If everyone spoke of a stick of its pickup or beast Prone to a lick of a waste Taste and flavor the original Orphan trio abandoned by lyrical thrust The echelon exposed with a row with no soul Counterfeit style born sworn and sold Out with high voice distorted If a beast of his plate feed us, I'd have him aborted
For the photos addressed to press, I take a rest To let my rhymes digest into my brain To sustain and cultivate it Take a penny for my thoughts from copper, I gold plated Enrich my mind like wine Till I find what I need to exceed with speed Perceived blind, folded I take the mic, I grab it and I hold it Then I walk through it, talk to the crowd Then yo, I sold it, you bought it You thought it wouldn't work, but the record went go It's so jerk, I'm worldwide From girls I hide, not gain no way But they all wanna ride Mine. They bring me roses and wine, but I hate cheap sex, so next time Come correct like an intellect, okay, do you hear what I say? Check yo, on the rhyme I'm a lyrical droid And whosoever shall front shall be destroyed The lyrical composers I produce are legit My name is Special Ed, and yo, your name ain't And I'm powerful in my state for mentality Taking them C's, yes, of any nationality Blitzing them, pissing them, or I'm pissing them Making them solo, yours won't be kissing them You got tact, face the facts Now where's the jokes and all the wise cracks you made Before you got slayed by the slayer Special Ed and DJ action on the record player Chilling, still in the back, just maxing Me in the front to be blunt, I'm taxing I'm on the mic, I make MCs wonder how I don't make the follow-ups Bleeps or blunders, I'm foolproof I'm foolproof too, I got the Uzi for the Kusi But the hands are for you, I give a fair one Because I never like to scare one Unless he got a vest and a gun I like to shoot out, I like to have a root and toot out If you like to kick, I got the steel toe boot out Cause I'm malicious, vicious on the mic is how I am And I always do as I like cause I demand The utmost respect from you Because you should give respect where respect is due To special ed, that is my name and that's the title I hold You're gonna get burnt, if you wanna get bold and I'm ready I let the others call me Eddie But for you it's special ed because I said so spaghetti And in the meantime break out the six packs and cool while I rule Cause I'm taxing Well, if you're looking for a Brooklyn jam, 
There's one you might like about a mic and a man Well I'll be meditating, then I'll be waiting for the victim If they flam, then I slam them and kick them Bite the face, then I taste them and lick them Like pray I'll slay, take a brick up Brick them, yo, I'm not the typical Massive and large, I'm humongous But the youngest in charge in combat I contract the souls like crack Decompose my foes to the size of pose Because you get all hyped and long-winded But that ain't it, it's the rhymes that are commended by the crowd as they start to cheer With the Cisco, the blunts, and the 40s A big stimulation It's what helps my creations You know I get mellow before my presentation Because it helps my rhymes to flow through like water A quarter brew on second thought of few To release all the heat that I kept when I was sober So now it's sober, step aside And by my rules abide Protest, yes, and I suggest you hide Cause I'm coming, coming the song of redemption Making stacks, taking tax exemptions You start the theme, scream and then holler for a cigarette As I get your last dollar, I'm taxing Using Ajax and waxing MCs with the fleas in their backs and Behind the ears and up the butt cracks And keep on till you clean up your accent Stop, hold your nose up like Michael Jackson Dressing like a bum cause you don't wear slacks And I'm done, thanks, it's been fun Take the cake, but you can't get a crumb from the poetic, authentic, superior, ultimate, and all that good shit. I'm the original Asiatic, acrobatic, there you have it, now get dramatic, creating drama when I'm on the scene, and I pack a men mean, like Bruce Springsteen, I profile a style that's mild and meanwhile, put on trial of rap, pile to exile, make it tumble and stumble, and a bubble just crumble, and I'm still calm and humble, you need another helping hand to swing on, I stand alone, but still you gotta bring on your Batman and Robin, Cagney and Lacey, Starsky and Hutch, but they still can't face me. And if I may make this one thing here clear, that's for you not to come near, period. For I ain't bucking or delirious. My swift tongue's like a sword, that's how severe it is. And I can slice and dice a fish and price MC that thought he was nice and to minute rice. Single-handed, I ain't with that band stuff. Cause see a scratch a record like flakes of dandruff. And the mic I ravaged, not like a savage, but in my own way of doing damage. As I design a genuine line, now who flat top rules in 89? Warm it up, King. Warm it up, King. Warm it up, King. Scarface, but bright as a Cosby show Don't attack rappers, but make everyone hush They step to me, but can't stop the bum rush I make material rich and imperial The unique technique I speak is all original You like to sag and drag and gag Same old, same old, but Papa's got a brand new bag So put the mic down, boy, you can't work it Do the whack lyrics, it's about to short circuit So toss the source, of course, to the boss No remorse, you're lost with force, I cause a holocaust First I caught you, then put you to torture You move wrong, my son, so I torture Just like a guardian And put your body in the move, the groove with the smooth way that I'm Partying. Competition may find it spectacular Scheme and fiend to take a bite like Dracula And waste the taste cause ain't no sugar here So come here if you dare your booger beer You start hallucinating like magic The rap gets tragic and can't won't have it Cause you tried to juice me when you're bluffing Slowed the pace so I had to start rushing So pick a BC date cause you're history Here comes Kane, Scoop, Scrap, J and Mr. C And this is one thing to us we ain't noodle The cruel cast is fell in the crowd just like poodle I'm the man you can't hold back 
And all competition appeared to be weak I meant to say whack A vision of blood Just a thinking I'm competing I say huh? Warm it up gang Warm it up gang What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Volume 54 of the Bodega Border Crew Podcast. Hope you guys have been enjoying the tracks. This one was fun to put together because I've been deviating a little bit away from a lot of the New York City hip-hop stuff. I've been trying to do newer stuff and expanding on the music that we're doing here at the Bodega Border Crew Podcast and on our mixtapes, which you should download. Uh, Get the link from our website. So it was nice to go back to my roots and kind of this thing. And speaking of going back to my roots, it was really cool to go back to Rockaway for the Duct Tape Invitational. Now, Vans puts on an amazing event with Joel. Every stop that they do is just getting better and better and better. And this was no exception. What they did in Rockaway was unbelievable. From... The contest itself where they invited some of the best longboarders you could ever have and some amazing wild cards were there. You know, we had the whole, we had a bunch of people from San O, we had a bunch of people from Hawaii, we had some Australians, we had some locals, some people from Montauk, uh, we had Mikey DeTemple of New York City longboarding fame which was really cool. And it was really cool to see these people together and having a great time. Also the other thing that I really loved that they did is they made it where they incorporated a lot of the community. Now I interviewed some people here which are three little snippets of people uh, starting with Kira Seal from the North Shore of Oahu who won uh, the women's division, the guys over at Golden State Glassing and my boy from True Hands and they talk about their involvement with the event. So I'm going to start off with that and then we'll get back to other stuff. Um, so I'm here with Kira, who won the women's division of duct tape. Um, so how many duct tapes have you done? I've done two. So I was invited to the last one in Huntington, and then I got invited to this one. Oh, cool. And all the way from Oahu? Uh-huh. North Shore. Kupakea? Yep. I live awesome. above Waimea Bay. You do? Awesome. Um, what was this experience like for you compared to the U.S. Open? Like, how was it different? It's always the fun, like this is by far the most fun event I've ever been to. There's no stress, no worries, everyone's just having a good time. And the U.S. Open was a little bit more hectic just because there were so many people. Yeah. But um, it made it fun, but here it feels more like homey and you get to know people better because it's such a small crew, yeah. or a smaller crew. So you make more friends with us. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing that Vans tries to bring to this event. It's not just about, like, the contest and the results and all that kind of stuff, but also just, like, getting you guys together. And also, I think the thing that's cool is, like, you know, like, today you guys had a day off and you got to explore the city, so they give you a chance for that. Um, What were your favorite parts of New York that you saw so far? So, I've never been to the East Coast. This is, like, my first time in, I've been twice this month, and it's the first time ever, and 
really cool. Like Brooklyn is sick. I love how you're like on the water, but you can see the city. Yeah. And then today, this morning, I walked around on a Saturday morning, and uh, there's vendors everywhere. The vibe, everyone's smiling. Surprisingly, because in the city, everyone was hitting me. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. Brooklyn, everyone was like, No, no, Dumb. Brooklyn's a different yeah. world. No, it's a different world. <laughs> it was cool. It was. I was like, Oh, I dig this. I can. I can handle this. Yeah got lost in like a street and found some sick vintage thrift shopping I'm like oh this place no, is no that's sick. the beauty of New York it's just like you'll stumble into like random shit and yeah. like that's like I mean that's like people who like live here too like there's stuff mm-hmm. you don't even realize is like around the corner from you um if you had to pick anywhere that you could have a duct tape be at where would it be I'd want one on the North Shore I would think it'd be so cool to tack one on at like sunset during the Vans US, I, during the Vans Triple oh, Crown or at Hollyiva. <laughs> oh my god, it would be so <laughs> sick. Come on, Joel, let's do it. Like on a smaller day. Nah, make it big. We're on a huge board. <laughs> yeah. A nine foot board at sunset is sick. You just slide in early. It'd be sick. You guys are insane. <laughs> I wouldn't surf any. I've, I've surfed uh, sunset on a longboard like in April. Yeah. Well, it's forgiving then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that on a longboard. No leash. Like no way. It would. It would be entertaining. It'd be, It'd be fun. Something you've never seen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, what else would you like to see fans do at these events that they haven't done before? so far honestly i think these events are so stinking rad that i'm just blown away by how much effort and love they put into it and i couldn't think they keep surprising me like it couldn't even get any better in my head so awesome awesome well that's it congrats on winning thank you so much making some money (laughs) there you go need it so I'm here with the guys from Golden State Glassing. Uh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? I'm Brian Anderson, Jason Guerra, and you're here at the uh, the Duct Tape in Rockaway. That's correct. Yeah. Um, so you guys did the U.S. Open as well, and now uh, this this one. So what are you guys exactly doing here? Like for people that don't know. Uh, I think for bands, they want to educate people in the process of building the board, and that's what we're here for. Uh-huh. Is to show people an expose on. From a shaping, from a taking a raw blank and shaping it, and then get and then going from there and glassing it. So it's giving the people a rundown of what it takes to build a board. Because a lot of times people come to us and they go, okay, well, this thing gets shaped and then it gets dipped in this vat of resin that comes out <laughs> and it's all done. And they're like, no, 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 that's totally not it. This is the process, and it's crazy for me and Jay because we've we've been in like 20 years each, so combined 40 years. Oh wow. And uh, back then, pre-Clark Foam shutdown days, you couldn't go into a glass shop and watch a board being made. It just wasn't allowed. Right. And now the industry has shifted so much to where we're seeing this change, and people are wanting to watch a board being made, and they're giving, they're getting that opportunity, and it's a great thing for sure. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I noticed when you guys did at the U.S. Open here as well that people just like come by and they ask questions and mm-hmm. stuff so do you have a lot of people who coming by asking questions who like don't know anything about surfing the predominantly people who know nothing the number one question is are you making surfboards <laughs> <laughs> it's usually uh, how many layers does it get how long does it take to make a surfboard and for us we enjoy um, spreading awareness on how much work goes into making a surfboard. It's like Brian said, people just think it's dipped in something and yeah. they don't realize even boards that are made overseas are made the same way as we're doing them for the most part. It's you know layer fiberglass on each side, you know, it's a day for each process. Uh-huh. And, and um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work, but we like showing the public. 
Now, are you? Who are some of the people that you're having shape boards here? Like, where are those? Like, who are those? So, what the what Vans has done, and they've done a great thing for the community and for their retailers. Rather than spending money on going to what would be a trade show like ASR back in the day, they yeah. said, "Scrap that idea." We want to bring our retailers out that spend a lot of money with us and buy a lot of our products right, right. and give them an experience to build boards. And then on the other flip side of that, they do a thing with Vance Family. And the Vance Family app is an app for people who constantly buy Vance products and they get rewarded points and you can put those points towards a raffle to win a shaping experience at Rockaway Beach or win a shaping experience at the US Open. Right. And so they're allowing their retailers to shape boards and they're also allowing people just who have our, uh, gosh, what would be the word, that are Vans fanatics not and are interested in that to shape a board. Rather than somebody just not, has no interest in a board, they're picking and choosing these people that are interested and have never done it. Like at the US Open, I shaped a board with an owner of a surf shop who has owned a surf shop for 40 years and he's never shaped a board. Whoa. And so to take him through that process was like, it was an amazing experience because he was wanting to do it for so long, but he just never had the opportunity. And so that's what Vans is doing is giving these people an opportunity, A, to shape, and for the people who can't shape, giving them an opportunity to watch a board being made. That's awesome. Um, for your guys' business, what does this do for your business? Uh, it's, we're in a unique position where we're not necessarily searching out more accounts for work at home, but it's an opportunity for us to uh, work outside of the glass shop. We're usually stuck in the glass yeah. shop you know, every day, and we're like, how can we do more work without having to be in here? So for us, it's a different experience. It's almost like taking the glass shop camping. Yeah, so yeah. now we're like out by the beach, we're on the boardwalk, and, and again, getting to educate the, the customers. but. Uh, mostly just maybe a little Instagram bump yeah. as far as that goes and um, a little more notoriety and getting people aware of, of who we are and, and um, you know the name of the shop gets out there a little more. Right. Well I think the thing that's great for, for me like what I love about what you guys are doing is that educational process because I think a lot of people who even if they've been in surfing or they're getting into surfing they don't understand how much work goes into the craft of surfboard making. And then they, you know, they look at the cost of like a surfboard and they don't they don't realize what it's why is that paying. cost? Yeah. yeah, like why is it why is it like a longboard, you know, sixteen hundred bucks? And then it's like when they go here, they're seeing it, they're like, oh that's why it's sixteen hundred dollars. I have friends who won't even do don't even buy boards that come out of our glass shop. Yeah. They just they surf every day and they just don't think that they're worth that yeah. much and then they'll come in and be like oh my god you're in here all day doing this yeah, but yeah sanding and being in the res uh -huh. it's dirt it's, it's dirty and uh, labor intensive you're on your feet all day yeah. I mean, there's it's a blood sweat and tears process for sure you know well it's I think but you saying that what's interesting is that it's pretty much this genre of surfing too that's at the tape that's exactly what it is right it's blood sweat here so. oh yeah today i just totally like borderline <laughs> stitches cut my finger and i'm oh. there's like a blood bath in the shaping room i'm like oh that's a squirt blood everywhere and i'm like hold it I'm like, all right whatever you don't know. let the people see yeah, yeah. No, it's like yeah but yeah. all good um so have you guys had a good time in new york Oh, it's amazing. This is my first time out here. Oh, really? Yeah, I've never been out. Jay and I are so pumped. And, like, 
Mike, we need pizza, White Castle, and I need to go to Manhattan and check out Central Park. And, you How do you guys have the internet? Yeah. So Tuesday we came out, took the ferry from uh, Rockaway, went into Wall Street, checked out the World Trade Center, went up the World Trade Center, checked out the memorial, and that was like a total, like an emotional experience, you know? Like it just, like you just imagine what happened at that time, and being a kid and walk, like I was in high school at that time, and watching that was just. Yeah. Life changer, you know, and then to be to go there and experience that and ride the subway and see like the the culture of New York City, you know, it was pretty cool. We went up to Central Park and yeah. had some pizza, drank a couple beers, and took park. a nap. Yeah. That, that's yeah. been the big, it's so funny. I'm from here, so it's like, I'm like, I've been like the informal tour guide for some of the kids, yeah, and it's always like, okay, where are we getting pizza? I'm like, God, I'm gonna get so fucking fat on this trip. Like, yeah, right. I thought I was gonna be good, and it's yeah. like, I, there was like two days straight where we had pizza three times in the day, and I was oh, like, yeah. and my wife's like, just do it, just do yeah, it. Right. Uh, I think today was like the first day I actually had vegetables the whole time. Yeah. So I had like two big salads for lunch. I was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Um, well, awesome. Have a good time here, and thank you for doing this for yeah, the Rockway and New York City community. Our pleasure to be here. Thank you. Awesome. I'm here with uh, Jeff from True Hands, who's one of the vendors that was at the Duct Tape uh, Festival. So why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and your brand? Hey, Alex. How's it going? Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Never thought I'd be doing this, but you know. Uh, so I'm from originally from West Hempstead, Long Island. Uh, I currently live in Long Beach, New York, and I've been doing True Hands for about nine years now. Uh, before True Hands, I actually did uh, two other apparel lines that kind of went nowhere. It's just something I've been interested in, uh, probably because I grew up around t-shirts and graphic tees. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of something I've always done, and I feel like True Hands is the first out of the three that I really believed in uh -huh. so that's why I'm still doing it you're still dedicated too. still super dedicated I call it my non-profit <laughs> organization because uh, I, I think we're will all never make that. profit yeah well I think we're all like yeah. non-profits and you're also like shaping boards now as well right that's something you got into yeah I shaped the board eight years ago and then moved to Hawaii met my friend Daniel Perez who shapes boards out in uh, Honolulu and then came home, cut another board, it was terrible. Uh -huh. And about six years later, I met Paul, who I just introduced you to, yeah. in the water at Lido, surfing, and he asked me how I liked the board I was riding, and I said I loved it, it was a Wegener. And then I was talking how I wanted like a similar board, just 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. And when we got out in the parking lot, he was like, hey, if you ever want to come by, I have like a shaping bay in my garage. Uh -huh. And I went by and we shaped the board together and then he kind of set me off on my way and has been very hands-off. Awesome. Only when I have freakouts, I yeah, call yeah. him up and FaceTime him <laughs> like, what the hell am I doing? Oh, the beauty of FaceTime in the shaping room. Yeah. And you got invited to do this event as part of the Duct Tape Invitational by bands. Uh, what was that like when they, they invited you to do that? It was, uh, it was awesome. I, you know, I'm super honored to be here. These are all the surfers I love for years. I've been watching them in videos forever, probably since The Seedling and Sprout in the present, Thomas Campbell's films. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I like, it influences me. So to be 
invited to be a part of it is like a, it's definitely a huge moment in my life because I feel like now is another jumping off point for me. Like I'll always look back and it's almost like I'm starting the brand again after this. Right. Because it's just a big moment where I'm finally a part of something that like I really believe in and want to see move forward. Right. So I think now I'm going to take it and just like run with it where it's like it's almost as if after this weekend like it's a brand new thing again. Right. Yeah. And what does it mean for, to you being part of the New York uh, surfing community to have Vans put on an event like this? I love it. I mean, you know, when the WSL contest, if I can say that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when that came through... We don't, we don't hate as much on the WSL anymore because Devin's there, so it's all good. Yeah, it's super sick. Devin's <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, you know, when they came through Long Beach a couple weeks ago, that was like that first moment where I was like, all right, this is awesome. Like, it's almost like about time, you know? I've seen too many young people riding small boards, being super frustrated in the water. And it's like always been like, I longboarded when I was first starting to surf and people would, you know, I was one of the young, there was only one other young kid in, at Lido longboarding. Yeah. And, you know, it used to be like, you get funny looks, but now it's not so much, and I hope it's just sort of, it changes things, or at least gets more younger kids interested in yeah. riding different kinds of boards, other than, you know, high-performance short boards, which right. don't really work all the time around here in yeah. New York. Um, well, I mean, when the WSL, con when it was called the ASP, when they had that thing in Long Beach years ago, that was a huge jump off, jumping the, off. Point. The Quicksilver Pro. Yeah, the Quicksilver Pro. Yeah, it was, that was so massive. So hopefully this and the WSL event become like that next one. Because I know Ryan growing up here, he told me that when that when that Quicksilver Pro happened, like for him and his friends, that was a big thing. Um, Again, it's really amazing how Vans does these events and incorporating the local community as well as bringing other elements to the event. The one thing that I love is that they showcase to people who don't know anything about surfing what this whole world is, from board building to board designs to people surfing. Also, giving the opportunity for anybody to walk up and sample the boards that people made. Where else are you gonna get an opportunity to ride a board that Alex Nose has made or that Andrew Allen has made or Karina Rizanko has made? Without having to pay a cent, you just walked up to the beach, just sign your name, they were totally chill with it and you got to ride it. I got to try Karina's and Alex's boards and with uh, this guy Jeff out there and it was a lot of fun and we were just trading boards back and forth and that was the other thing that was really cool is that I got to meet a lot of people that I didn't know that well, have seen in passing and really get to experience some times together. I love also how they incorporated the local businesses uh, from Rockaway Brewery to the Rockaway uh, Surf Club. There were events there every night, which not only brought together everybody who were participants in the event, but also the local community to meet those people. There's not a lot of events in surfing that do that, and Vans does an amazing job with the duct tapes. I also gotta hand it to Joel and Nolan in general for spearheading this whole thing. You know, this was, I think the, what was this? This is the 10th year that they had done it. Uh, the 20th or 21st of event ever and they keep pushing this forward as not just a contest but a gathering and social event and that's something that's very core to that should be very core to surfing but is definitely pronounced in this world of surfing where it's really about getting people together exchanging ideas exchanging vibes exchanging waves 
It's just an exchange and they do a really got good job in facilitating it. I really want to thank Vance for having us be a part of it. Not just at this one, but other ones in the past and hopefully more in the future. I love working with them. I love what they do. I think companies need to follow what they're doing in supporting this core surfing culture because this is not only how you preserve it, but how you have it grow and influence further generations. And being a dad myself, this is the kind of world that I want my daughter to walk into when it comes into surfing. Not some jockey bullshit, but something like this where there's people who really respect each other, who love each other, who have a really good time, and also who push each other to progress the, the culture. Anyway, that's my take. I hope you guys dug it. I hope some of you were out there. I got to meet a lot of cool people who listened to the podcast, so it was, it was nice to connect with people like that. But I want to get back to the tracks and then come back with a couple of short takes. So here's some more NYC bangers, and I'll check you out in a little bit. Peace! I drop science like Crosby dropping babies Enough to make a nigga go crazy Energy building, taking all types of medicines Your ass thought you were better than a son I keep planets in orbit While I be coming with deeper and more shit Enough to make you break and shake your ass as I create Rhyme good as a tasty cake makes This style I mastered in Niggas catching headaches, what, what? You need aspirin? This type of pain you couldn't even kill with might or Fuck around, get sprayed with Lysol In your face like the can of mace, baby Is it burning with fucking now you're learning? How? I don't even like your motherfucking profile Give me my fucking shit Wow, that's seen and heard No one knows, you forget Niggas be quiet as kept Now you know nothing Before you knew a whole fucking lot Your ass don't wanna get shot A lot of MCs came to my showdown Then watch me put your fucking ass low down As you can go below zero Without a doubt I never been taken out By a nigga who couldn't figure Yeah, by a nigga who couldn't figure Yeah, by a nigga who couldn't figure How to pull a fucking gun trigger So get the fuck out of here Nigga wanna get too close to the utmost But I got stacks that'll attack any whack host Introducing your fuck that nigga's name My hip hop drops on your head like rain And when it rain it pours up my rhymes hardcore That's why I give them more of the roar Tell them that I got will rock the spot MCs I'll be burning, burning hot Whoa ho ho, let me like slow up with the flow If I move too quick, oh you just won't know I'm homicidal when you enter the target Nigga get up, act like a pig, try to hog shit so I take your ass out quick, the mics I'm had it, my nigga You can suck my dick If you wanna step to my motherfucking rep Blow, 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 blow to death You got shot, cause you knock, knock, knock Who's there? Another motherfucking hard rock Slacking on your back and cause raw's what you lack You wanna react? Bring it on back Same with you, when you stepped up to the old dirty bastard Brooklyn, sure, shame on you
you when you step through to the old dirty bastard. Brooklyn, so Brooklyn, so shame on you when you step through to the old dirty bastard. Brooklyn, so shame on you when you step through to the old dirty bastard. Brooklyn, so shame on you when you step through to the old dirty bastard. Brooklyn, so what, my nigga? All my niggas got the F on they jacket Pistol pop pillars, pistol you been bruising your fabrics Goose feathers were everywhere, some of them shits bloody New leather, the sweater, you never get red judge me Profiling, posted on the ad, pink and polo, so solid Smoking on the back of these who don't look effervescent Refreshing, the best at Sean shit, good hood, maybe the best at Never mind that, shit don't matter Better rhyme, clever lines, shit don't matter Every line that's ever mine, shit smoke rappers forever I'm millimeter, non-gorilla, ether, divine uh, Shit to share, shoot the fair shot of gun Shoot the shit to your shit shot, shoulda shot a fair one The nicest, Sean Price's a ape in this ape apex Bamboo <laughs> shoots and fresh fruits Termite larvae, listen what the gods say Sing a sad song like Sade I'ma eat your food like this fucker for entree Rusty Chooks is an ape in his apex Roll like my dick busting out of the latex Great sex out the great Lex, wet up your Avrex You exchange gay sex for paychecks Sean Price, shoot your guts in the gravel Slugs got passports, bullets of travel International, live from Kingston Avenue Stash roaches, roll the blunt from the revenue Swore stabbing you, samurai sensei My heart's mooey, Frio the flow's caliente Your shit whack a tour, I might crack your jaw Used to sell coke pure, white called it Macklemore Holes I rip in them, deadly when I spit venom Stomp the mud hole, one pair kicks in them For hard bars, this verse will get the most right up Son, I'm nice, Sean Price is the ghost writer Ain't fool, bamboo shoots and fresh fruits Termite larvae, listen what the gods say Sing a sad song like Sade I'ma eat your food like this fucker for entree Brr. For the day, like I dust in my vein, little off in the brain, kid talks with a slang. Sniffed a little blow with the rap, Eddie Kane. Spent a lot of dough, it's so hard to explain. And I fucked a lot of hoes off the strength of the name. Who changed? See me at the next X with the game. Snowboarding down the ski rain is a blue and gray frame. Keep pointing the finger, I'm that nigga to blame. The main reason why you tuck the chain. Self proclaimed, got a lot of props to gain. And I'm leaving the rap game the same way I came. Now, creep with me. As I roll through the stack, little meth got my back. So do pinky fat fat. Let me hit that. Contact, learn how to act. Before you bring that drama, the end, I'll fade the black. 
positive Hate kids who tell me lies Despise guys that wanna get high but never buy Got nine lives, nine wives that don't listen Bitchin' their biological clocks is tickin' Rule limited edition, hot off the presses I guess it's curtains for competition Method, running them out, gun in my mouth The kid your mama warned you about Tear down the house after midnight Eatin' them seeds, chase to a gremlin You're tremblin' behind the Kremlin wall surrendering. that's what you get for rushing. In the direction I was bussin' Polish your sword, your shit is rusted I heard you ladies got them bang bang Do you really? I heard y'all niggas like the Bang bang, do you really? I heard you ladies got them bang bang, do you really? I heard y'all niggas like the bang bang, do you really? Testing, testing, mic check, reckon, steps into the session. Automatic weapon off safety, don't play me. But brings all them things with silences. My clan is louder than your average 85er. Strive to stay alive. I play for keeps in the streets, cause it's real on the battlefield. Shells hit the ground from the steel. Bullets travel, sunset fire to your mind. Words combine when I rhyme to free the blind. Prepare my queen for battle and war gown. I drank from the wine of balance, no tolerance. Gay word born, swore silence. Me and military fatigue, bulletproof underneath. While enough ammunition around and sweep the streets of Brooklyn. Central, sugar with the rental while I'm looking out the window at y'all. Fuck y'all. Yeah, I heard you ladies got them bang bangs. Do you really? I heard y'all niggas like the bang bang. Do you really? I heard you ladies got them bang bangs. Do you really? I heard y'all niggas like the bang bang. Do you really? We thrive on street life. We strive to eat right. They blind in need sight. We tried to be nice. They talk the small talk. We walk the long walk. We lost the all thought. They forced the fall short. We rock for hard rock. Rock the hot blocks. Shopping cop rocks. Watch the top notch in action Begin to make your head spin Wu-Tang, my brethren We bang like veterans They pay for record spins Taste the medicine Or face the double M We came to trouble them I sue them for they 20 mil Then buckle them Not to spin Out the blue bitches loving them Dozen men with the force of 110 Stumbling, thug passions It must have been Must have been Must have been Must have been Yeah, I heard you ladies got them bang bangs. Do you really? I heard y'all niggas like the bang bang. Do you really? I heard you ladies got them bang bangs. Do you really? I heard y'all niggas like the bang bang. Do you really? I heard you ladies got them bang bangs. Do you really? I heard y'all niggas like the bang bang. Do you really? I heard you ladies got them bang bangs. Do you really? I heard y'all niggas like the bang bang. Do you really? Niggas is caught up in the midst of six You better grab a hold of your crucifix And this is it, the black god exists But can you understand this, let me teach you a lesson Yo, the pre-existence of the mathematical biochemical equations The manifestation of rock, plant, air, fire, and water Which are in its basic formation Solid, liquid, and gases that cause the land masses And the space catalysts And all matter that exists in this dense third dimension There must be observed in physical comprehension It takes a nerve to be struck Wisdom is the wise most poker to wake up The dumb who've been sleeping The fourth dimension is time 
It goes inside the mind when the chakras energize up through the back of your spine. So observe as my chi energy strikes your vital nerve. One swerve of the tongue, it pierces like a spore through the lung. Have you not heard that words chill as fast as bullets when you load negative thoughts to the chain of your brain and your mouth pulls the trigger that propels wickedness straight from hell. From the pits of your stomach where negativity dwell. I search the east coast and west coast down and most found there's more towns like ghost towns. Everybody move, slow down. From uptown to Bucktown, give a fuck now. Shaolin got the crown. And cops are still serve you from Jamaica Ave to Myrtle. And cats carry more shells than turtles. Broken down park, your pussy's unfertile. By hosts, I never retail. Keep females in D spells. If you eat well, you sleep well. To enemies to hell. What makes hair skin epidermis fingernail? Regenerate while everything else disintegrate. A Teflon vest so bullets can't penetrate. On the corner of my block, there stood this old man. A black immigrant from the land of Sudan. I used to tell stories to the children in the building. But never had a dollar to keep his pocket filled in. He bombed me on Deuteronomy, the science of astronomy. But didn't know the basic principles about economy. I said a wise man don't play the role of a fool. The first thing a man must obtain is 12 jewels. Knowledge, wisdom, understanding to help you achieve freedom, justice, equality, food, clothing, and shelter. After this, love, peace, and happiness. He had the nappiest head. I told him total satisfaction is to achieve one goal in the scheme of things. He who roasts like a slave eats like a king. Yo, side of type shit, 94, we must go more fast, with the pen and the pad, goddamn, shine like gold rips on half-honors, tank reclines, lamps, four nine squares, kid, he clothes, designer holes, who shows y'all, check it out, yo, waking up about 10, kid, jumping in the shower, piece about Black guy. 
gotta go down like that So large cigars and mom hats 94, shaking niggas to war Yo, yo, what do you believe in? Heaven or hell? You don't believe in heaven cause we're living in hell What do you believe in? Heaven or hell? You don't believe in heaven cause we're living in hell So what's your life? What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Volume 54 of the Bodega Border Crew Podcast. Glad to have you here. Glad to have you listening all the time. Glad to hear that people like the music, and I hope you guys have been digging the tracks. But here's a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our page, bodegabordercrew.com where we have links to our mixtapes, links to past episodes, links to videos, as well as merch and collabs that we're doing with people. We just did a collab with our boys over at True Hands, a couple of t-shirts. You should pick them up. We're including some limited edition stickers that I think you guys have seen on the Instagram account, so make sure to pick those up. But without further ado, let's get into this episode's short takes. The first short take I have this week is this really cool video that O'Neill Australia put out on this surfer scientist Max Weston. Now I didn't even know this clip existed and Devin sent it my way and I thought it was one of the coolest things because it really shows that in this world of surfing most of these people have what we call quote-unquote day jobs. They're not just surfers they have other things that they're doing to pay the bills because we all know this surfing does not pay the bills. And this one's on this guy Max Weston out of Australia who's a surfer and a scientist He's a chemical engineer working on a product to help with food waste. Food waste is one of the biggest issues we have in this world where uh, sell-by dates are kind of unrealistic in a way. Like if you look at sell-by dates and look online what they actually mean, you can eat a lot of the food a couple of days past the sell-by date. And most people don't realize that and we wind up throwing out foods. And what he's working on is something that's a little bit more accurate that will change color basically when food goes bad. So you get a couple more days out of, the out of food that you have and you're not being wasteful because we are wasting a lot of food. That as an aside, I think is really cool. But what I think is really cool is O'Neill showcasing how surfers out there 
they're applying the same thinking that they do to waves to what they're doing in their day jobs. And Max is one of those people. We have a link to the video. You should check it out and I hope you enjoy it. The next couple of clips are some clips that the fin company Dflow put out. Uh, Dflow is a fin company out of Europe and it's one of those companies that's pumping up on the scene, doing a lot of work some, with some core European surfers. They put out a couple of videos with uh, Clovis and Margot that I think are really cool. I met Margot for the first time at the duct tape, so this ties back to that. There you go. And I think it's really cool to hear from uh, European surfers. Clovis was actually one of the judges at the duct tape as well, so he was around. But I've been meeting more and more European surfers and it's really cool to see their perspective on surfing. And this video showcases not only their surfing, but what that lifestyle is. So make sure to check out the links in the episode description and uh, take a look at the videos. And the last set of videos and last short take I'm going to talk about are these videos put out by Hang 10 Magazine called the Galicia series. Now these are a bunch of videos that they're putting out. My guess is they shot a bunch of people while the Galicia WSL event was going on. It looks like this is a lot of free surfing that people who are competitors in the event were doing. So they have one on Devin, one on uh, Matt Chernyaki, Chloe Calmon, Christian Stutzman, a whole bunch. I put links to four of them that I thought were my favorite. And it's really cool to see these people surf these uh, waves out in Galicia uh, in a non-competitive fashion, just free surfing. That's the other thing I think is really cool about competitions in general lately is that all the footage that's coming out of the free surfing between the heats and before the contest and after the contest is more interesting than the contest waves. So this is a cool thing to check out and Hang 10 Magazine's doing a great job of showcasing European surfing uh, and surfing in Spain and Portugal and so forth. So definitely check them out and support these guys because I think the more that we support these foreign magazines and media entities, the more the culture will grow. But that's it for this episode. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks to Harrison and everyone we did interviews with. Thanks to Vans again for the hookup with the duct tape. Joel for having us out there. You know, we were hanging out mostly with Ryan from Log Rap and TJ from The Current, which was really cool. We shared a spot out in, in the Rockways, which I was to I totally dig getting some random beach bungalow a la Airbnb and just chilling out. And that's exactly what we did. Uh, the people over at Brothers who supplied all the food were so sick and so cool. Some of the best food I've ever had. Rockaway Brewery for the beers, the brews, the whole thing, their kombucha, everything, the, the like. Uh, Rockaway Surf Club for being one of the first people. I remember pre-Sandy going there and them having a little taco sand and slowly building it out. To see what's happened in the Rockaway Surf community is a beautiful thing uh, from all the locals really the old school locals and the new people who've, who've transitioned into living there. It's amazing to see that in New York City. And I've been really bummed on recent visits in New York City, to be quite honest, because I'm one of those salty people that's like, oh, I like New York when it was gritty and grimy and all that stuff. And that's just gonna be me. You know, I'm a product of the 80s and 90s in New York City. But to see what's happening in Rockway is really a beautiful thing, especially post Sandy, because one of the last times I was on the beach was around the Sandy period to help out and donate my time. And to see how that community has not only recovered, but they've been reborn as something new, but that's still so Rockway is a beautiful thing. 
I was really blessed to be able to witness the contest there and be a part of it and just I don't know I just thought it was I I'm still gushing about it and so proud of New York City for putting on an event like that and growing that community I think you've get the gist of what I'm talking about and it's been a fun episode so let's end this episode with our famous ending words there's no need to bust a craze on a wave go out there have fun smile at each other shake hands share coffee I don't know share wax just have a good time and I'll check you guys out later peace Check it out and give me my spec. I'm moving, yes, I'm moving, cause my mouth is on the motor. Use the coast in the morning to avoid the funky odor. Can't help being funky, I'm the funky abstract brother. Funky in the sense, but I play the undercover. Once had a fetish, fetish for some booty. Now I'm getting funky in my rapping, that's my duty. Brothers tend to jock on the style in particular. If you got the ego like some brothers, then I'll get with you. But if I don't pursue, then I just don't give a. My motto in the 90s is be happy making ducks Girls love the gym cause it causes crazy friction When it goes up in, it fluctuates the addiction I still understand the oof cause that's what I'm at for I'm hooked on the swing so just call me the music whore Women love the voice, brothers dig the lyrics Quest the people's choice, we driving for the spirit If you can't hear it, then get the wax utensils Write my rhyme straight up, don't get with no fancy stencil The rhymes be getting sweet, we stay away from talk A perfectionist at work up the art. If you want to battle, I suggest you check your clock. Your demise is coming up, and I want your man to watch. Be the prime example, a deeper still the sample. Insignificance, here I place you on the mantle. Born up in Harlem, reside now in Jamaica. The girl I used to rock, her mom's was a Quaker. And what does that make her? The evil money taker, the crazy move faker. I use that to break her. Fife is in the house. Uncle Mike is in the house. Rob Power is in the house Tim Latham is in the house Wise Men is in the house The Brand News is in the house The JBs, they in the house And J-Lock, they in the house I must regroup my thoughts and kick the next ones for my people Please don't be deceived by the ugly sights of evil The world is kinda cold and the rhythm is my blanket Wrap yourself up in it, if you love it then you'll thank it Don't move to rebuttal, wave your hand for action Some women in the 90s want more than satisfaction They want keys and G's and all those illy things If you want to, I'll show you just what the app can bring I keep a tight net with my brothers Ken and Kenny If the question is the rhymes then I'll tell you I got plenty The thing that men and women need to do is stick together Progressions can't be made if we're separate forever I hope this funky beat with the loop and the feature Is the funky singing by Miss Vinnie Mojica So listen because the quest is led through the underground My people have been oppressed too long, no more will we be down People tend to riff cause they don't know the mental People tend to bug cause the beats are hard but gentle Afro candle lurks through the body of this youngin Play like Bobby Bird on your back and you're coming to the house Of the jazz, of the funk, of the rhythm All the goods are welcome but if you're a villain I'll just wait and debate, contemplate your arrival If flexing is your motive then you don't like survival The abstract is speaking, the hard beats is reaching The black and Puerto Ricans cause their butt naked Streaking through the ever murky streets of the urbanized areas Blasting out the speakers is the hip-hop hysteria Craig is in the house Pete Rock is 
in the house. CL is in the house. Ultra Mag is in the house. Nice and smooth is in the house. Big Daddy Kane is in the house. Beat Nuts is in the house. Special Ed is in the house. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this one goes out to my man. Thanks a lot, Ron Carter. On the bass, yes, my man Ron Carter is on the bass. And check it out. Going into the 91 decade, up and until the 2000 decade, you gotta say, the quest is on. Some new shit. It's black sheep with the brother show. And if you don't know, now you know. Everybody on the east, yeah. we're in your area. And on the west, we're in your area. And in the south, we're in your area. It's black sheep, baby, yeah, we're taking care of you. In the north, we're in your area. And in the south, we're in your area. Back in the east, we're in your area. It's black sheep, baby, yeah, we're taking care of you. Okay. 
catch wreck anywhere on the chorus. Black sheep are out, gotta run like forest. Get on the east, uh-huh. we're in your area. And on the west, we're in your area. And in the south, we're in your area. It's black sheep, baby, and we're taking care of ya. In the north, we're in your area. And in the south, we're in your area. Back in the east, we're in your area. It's black sheep, baby, and we're taking care of ya. Not all about my mapping or the stick-up scene You know what I mean I'm the PMG in the place to be Block rhyming and locking Around the tick-tocking Sucker steady clocking at the same time jocking So a brother like MD takes a chill and lay low Hypnotize your girl while the funk flow, funk flow. I got more gas to keep me pumping, just like Getty. Use the same fuel as Mario Andretti. Kicking buttons up, beginning all the way to the end. He drives, I ride no matter what we win. I come fully equipped with the mic on the my mic hip. On my hip. Trick you, there's no time to slip. Cause when it's time for some action, just when I'm like a jack and do a spin, grab my nuts. And start taxing, let the MCs know that I shock like lightning. And mess with the E double E. That sounds fire, sounds fire, sounds fire. So let the phone let the phone Blast off, blast off, and off we go. We usually take off fast, but now we take off slow. I would say bomber yards, but I'm not leaving. I don't wanna go, but the girls keep screaming. So I will stay if that's fine with you. But I won't leave until the party's through. So while I'm here, let me get funky, feeding for the rhyme. Like a four-deuce junk, put the pep in your step, the slide your glide. EP and D them with nationwide. While the bass is steady pumping and the beat be like thumpy, like thumpy. Use like your cool, then you start jumping. You're out of control and I'm right on track. And seconds later, I work the barn at your back. To mess with the two is to mess with hot water. You like a hang, torture, then slaughter. Or sucker MC, who proceed to intrude. E said, let them slide. I'm in the mood for addition and dismissing. All those who don't listen, real and ones, present as if we was fishing. Cause in 88, no wait, I think it's too late Cause in 87, you bit on the old bay So let the funk, let the funk, let the funk Home boy, you in the danger zone When the brother PMB's on the microphone The slow momentum of my rhymes are divine and combined To go off beat and come back on time To maintain and explain, but never sound the same And when it comes to do this, very few remain People on my job, on my jobs I'm in Dip in the phone booth just like Clark Kent Step out just to impress with no intention to fest Chillin' hard, chillin' hard, hard, hard. Rhymin' on the mic while the beat rocks steady Throw a funky fresh rhyme and MC's fetching like Freddy Listen to heavy metal, hardcore rock and roll Drink a six pack, baby Miller's Shrug That's not the mood, it's about hip-hop 
The lava top playing and screaming had to stop Let's get it straight for 1988 For it could sound fine for 1989 I hear the girls out there saying E is hot, e is hot. That all to show you what juice I got And if you don't like me And you yelling boo There's nothing wrong with me There's something wrong with you So let the funk let the funk so let the front 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 the